Welcome to our Advent podcast series at Northway. This Advent, we will examine a character in the Advent story each week. We will look at their perspective on the birth of our Savior and attempt to see Jesus through the lens of those who experienced Advent firsthand. In today's podcast, we encounter a man named Simeon. Simeon's story is found in Luke 2, verses 25 through 35. Luke 2, 25 through 35. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came in the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus, to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. And his father and his mother marveled at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rising of many in Israel and for a sign that is opposed, and a sword will pierce through your own soul also, so that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed." At first glance, Simeon seems to be an ordinary man living in Jerusalem. But Luke's description of Simeon reveals significant details that are essential to understanding his extraordinary encounter with Jesus. Simeon was a righteous and devout man, a man of strong moral character who devoted his life to God. Like the prophets of old, Simeon was waiting with great anticipation for the coming Messiah, the consolation and comfort of Israel. Perhaps he had stored up the words of the prophet Isaiah in his heart that proclaimed promises of the one who would come, bringing comfort and salvation for God's people. Simeon was a man of faith, guided and empowered by the Holy Spirit with unwavering confidence in the promise of God to send a Savior. In fact, the Holy Spirit had revealed to Simeon that he would indeed live to see the coming Messiah. Imagine how this revelation must have captivated and consumed Simeon's attention, waking every day wondering if today would be the day. We don't really know how long Simeon had to wait after the Spirit revealed this news, but we can be certain that it left Simeon waiting with confident expectation and eager anticipation. Then the day had finally come. Led by the Holy Spirit, Simeon arrives at the temple on the very day that Mary and Joseph bring Jesus to the temple to perform the purification customs according to the law of Moses. It is not by coincidence, but by sovereign providence that Jesus is placed in the arms of Simeon. At that moment, Simeon recognized his long-awaited Savior. The peace and consolation he has waited for is cradled in his arms. Despite the frail, helpless form of a newborn baby, Simeon knows without a shred of doubt that he is holding the hope 
of salvation for all mankind. Simeon's life exemplifies what it looks like to wait on the Lord with confident hope and expectation. Just as Simeon waited confidently and expectantly on the first coming of Christ, we too wait with absolute certainty on the second coming of Christ to redeem His bride. As we wait, we can live faithfully as we allow the Holy Spirit to guide us and strengthen our hearts with unwavering faith in the certain and failing promises of God, regardless of our circumstances. Hi, my name is Alicia Gregory. I've been going to Northway Church for about six years now, and this is my story. I have become overwhelmed by the tragedy and brokenness of life here in this world. Personally for me, my suffering has been defined by a deep chronic anxiety and broken family relationships that I plead with God almost every day to restore. It's hard living in the already but not yet area of life, and I find myself focusing more on the not yet part. I'm confused why God hasn't fully restored everything yet. Why doesn't He come right now and bring an end to all of the hurt? God has been teaching me to joyfully wait on Him and trust His timing. After all, He is God, and I am not. How could I ever wrap my mind around the complexities of His perfect plan? I feel Him shifting my gaze to the already. I eagerly wait for the future God promises us, a future where He fully restores His children and all the earth, where there will be no more sadness or tragedy or anxiety or broken relationships. Everything will be as He's perfectly designed it to be. I pray that the Holy Spirit would help me walk by faith and not by what I see happening around me. In the days where that is particularly harder, the days that feel steeped in suffering, God has proved to me over and over again that He is closer than ever. I cling to the promises that in the valley He is always there. I never have to deal or face the fears of my mind or the heartbreak of a broken family alone. There are still so many unanswered questions that I have, and I think I will always have. But where I want to resolve to exist is in a place of peace, knowing the simple but powerful truth that God is good and can be trusted. The answers He gives me through His Word have to be enough for me this side of heaven. So now I eagerly and joyfully wait, just like Simeon, because I know He always keeps His promises and they are so worth waiting for.